Welcome to the final episode of season seven of the Empowered Agency podcast. I am Kate All. I've been an agency owner now for almost 10 years. This is where I share my wisdom, tips, stories, interviews, and more about the reality behind agency ownership. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less, every Sunday. Let's dive in. Season seven, episode 10, the final Season eight will be in January. So it seemed fitting in episode 10 here to talk about planning for 2024. So to say that 2023 has been challenging, I feel like would be an understatement. In fact, the talk that I gave at Agency Live in October was me sharing my story about how hard the end of 22 and beginning of 23 has been. And after that talk, so many people came up to me and said, I felt like you were telling my story. And that was my goal, was to tell my story so that people could see themselves in it, so they could understand that they weren't alone. Because there hasn't been conversation about how hard it has been. So then when we look to 24 and we begin to plan, we are taking a little bit of burnout, a little bit of exhaustion, a little bit of overwhelm into the next year. And I know there's some people out there who are going to say, don't take that energy into 2024. It's a new year. We're getting ready to plan, have hopes and dreams and all those things. And I get that. But I think when you begin to plan for a new year, you have to reflect on the year that you have had. You have to look back and you have to say, what are the things that were good? List three of them. What are the things that are hard? List three of them. What are the things I wish I would have done? Only list three, because I know you've probably got 100. And then what are the things that I did that I'm really proud of? And you sit and look at that list and reflect on the year that was 2023, an incredibly overwhelming and hard year for online business owners, for entrepreneurs. So sit with that first. And then when you come into your plan for 2024, I want you just to think about a couple of things. So here's how I do it. And I'm going to say everybody's going to do it a little bit different. And my takeaway from trying to plan, set a vision with somebody else's model was that it didn't work for me. In fact, I was joking with Rachel, one of my master's students, that we both did Vivid Vision. I think I've talked about this here before on the podcast, and both of us never want to look at it again. We want to burn it to the ground because it was created in 2019, and it didn't take into consideration a global pandemic and a recession. And so you look at it and you feel this sense of failure. But obviously, we did not have control over a pandemic and a recession, but there's still a bit of pain in it. So I guess I go into planning for my year just a little bit more cautiously. Part of that is I've learned I work in my agency with a platform that is ever-changing. My agency is dependent on another platform. That means I am at, you know, a little bit of the mercy of that particular platform. So I can't plan three years out. That's tough. Number two, I am a mom and I am a wife. And so as the leader of this company, and yes, I have put every system in place under the sun. I don't work full time. 
I have so many people who are more than confident to run the business. But I will tell you what I have learned in the last couple of years is that medical emergencies, life changes, all the things can factor into the pace of your agency because you are the CEO. It's like, yes, there are certain things that are going to keep going. There are certain things that are just going to keep going down the track without you. But there's a lot of things that need your brain, that need your investment. And I also have a graduating senior. And next year, I will have a graduating senior. And then I also have a new high schooler. And then I also have a bonus eight-year-old that lives with us part-time. So that being said, I need to be realistic that I am all those roles. And so for me to try to say, I'm going to do 10 speaking engagements, it's not practical right now. It's just not. And so I have to consider where my family is at, where my life is personally, and that goes into 2024. In addition, I can look at that list of what happened in 2023, and I can think about the things I want to take into 2024, the things that are going to be really important to me. Here's how I'm approaching it this time. First, I normally do set a word for the year. Some years it's been the word encourage. Some years it's been simplify. Leads was 2023, and I'm actually thinking I'm going to take that into 2024, We need more leads for our agency, and that has to be top of mind for me. I am the lead driver. I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with that role, but I have to to do that. So that means I have to focus on one thing per quarter. So here's why I'm saying per quarter. So a long time ago, I heard Todd Herman give this webinar talk, and it talked about this 90-day sprint. I think now he has 90 day year. But what I loved about it is that he said, oftentimes we look at our whole year and we have all these things that we want to get done. And you lose momentum after 90 days. I was like, oh yeah, that's true. So instead of working on three things in 90 days, where you're only, you're splitting your percentage of time by 33%, what if you did 100% on one thing for 90 days? And then 100% on one thing for 90 days? This does not mean you don't have your day-to-day tasks, but it means the one thing that's going to move your business forward has your full attention in those 90 days. And then you decide if you want to carry it over to the next one or you want to do another one. So if you set three goals for the year and you put them into each quarter, you know what your goal is. And I like to leave one at the end in case I want to roll over. So for me, YouTube is Q1 2024. YouTube can be a great lead source for us. And it's really important for us to invest in that and to get real laser focused on it. And so that's what we're going to be doing right now, actually, in Q4 of 2023, it's sponsorships. I want to sell sponsorships of our podcast, not this podcast, but my other one and our email newsletter. I have to get laser focused on that because I want to sell five. So we're going to do sponsorships that helps bring in some cash that we need right now. But then if we look at leads, we're going to look at YouTube. Then maybe we're going to do LinkedIn. Then maybe we're going to do something else. And then we're going to do something else. But everything is focused on this main lead goal with one thing that I'm going to do. My goals are not set by revenue. And I know for myself, I am not a revenue set goal type of person. I am a I want 30 discovery calls. I want this conversion rate to client. 
I want this maintenance rate. I want this LTV, lifetime value. And I want those things. Those are just tangible metrics that everybody knows. So if I focus on leads, it hits my 30 discovery calls a month. It hits on that right there. So that being said, I'm approaching this year with a word and four main things I'm going to focus on. Actually, I said three with some buffer in there. I'm not thinking about 2025. I'm not thinking about uh, my goal being getting back over a million in revenue. I'm not thinking about doubling my revenue. I would burn out if I did that. And if you are motivated by a money goal, I think that's great. But it's very easy to say, I want to make a million dollars this year. Okay, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get there? What are your strong action items? You need X clients to get X conversion rate. Therefore, you need X discovery calls. Okay, you have to work on that. My most important thing to tell you is that make your goals yours, your benchmarks, what you hit are owned by you and you alone, not someone else. You're not chasing someone else's business, just your business. And sometimes you have to put serious blinders on and be so focused. If you are a service-based business and what is filling your feed is a lot of course creators and digital product sellers, I would highly encourage you to reframe that to have a lot of agency owners because they will speak your language. They will have a different launch model. They will have a different rhythm and you will not get burned out. I have done that and it has not served me well to have an entire Instagram feed or newsletter feed full of course creators. It's just, it doesn't work. So as a service provider, the one thing I want you to take into 2024 is what are the things that you want to accomplish in your service-based business that will help you feel successful by the end of the year? You want to make X number of dollars for your family. Then you have to back up from there and you have to figure out how many clients you need. Maybe you want to bring on a team member. Maybe you want to um, crush it on YouTube like me. I don't know what it is, but thinking about those things will help you get really, really focused on what 2024 holds for you. So I'd love to hear your plans. Take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me. I'd love to hear them, what your goals are for 2024. And then share with a friend who wants to scale their agency as well. I'd love to have them listen to this podcast and be inspired. As a reminder, episode or season eight will be in January. Agency Pro is open and you will be able to purchase that. Go to kateall.com. Click around. I have agency coaching. I have agency consults and I have agency pro that is self-study with Voxer access. And then that leads into our membership that is on the backside as well. So thanks so much for listening to season seven. I really, really appreciate it. And we will talk to you in January. January.